Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. This is Reagan, and welcome back to the F the Nice Guy podcast. And as you may have guessed, as this is a part two, we have the speech prof back with us. Hi. Oh, oh, did you did you want to talk? <laughs> just, just, just saying, just saying hi. Oh no! <laughs> I just like, I just like to hear my voice. You're just gonna fight. Just like a couple. Yes. No. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> what if we? What if we do? We should do another podcast where we just talk like this the entire NPR? time. NPR. Hi. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. Um. To F the nice guy. <laughs> Relaxed listening where we talk about trauma. Oh, yes. Uh, here's Andrew Tate with uh, his new ramblings on why he's not actually crying. Just like that old classic mm, tune. Women be crazy. It's <laughs> <laughs> too early for us to be this kind of like Adam. <laughs> okay, hold on. Breathe. And we're getting it together. Okay. You give me one. All right. Uh, you know, this is when I'll scroll through it and read it. Cause there is a, there's captioning on it. So this is a interview with Andrew Tate, oh, our God. favorite, our favorite no. person. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but this is Piers Morgan, our other favorite person. Just our favorite people. They're just, you know, just two normal guys. Just two dudes. <laughs> just two guys. And so he says to him, he's like, uh, you cried. And Andrew Tate says, uh, there were tears that ran down my face. But I did not cry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Pierce Morgan says, I mean, that's crying. And Andrew Tate says, I would disagree. <laughs> and Pierce Morgan says, because you're worried about admitting that you think it's, uh, and then he gets cut off. He's like, that's a perfectly, that, that's a perfectly acceptable scenario to cry in. But I think the act of crying is an act of desperation. To sit and to cry is an act in and of itself. To do push-ups, thinking of your children uh, with tears running down your face, but you're concerned with finishing as many push-ups as possible that day. I do not consider that crying. I consider that tears running down my face. No, this man, predator, horrible dude. Yeah, literally, that's not crying. What's the definition of crying? Oh, uh, when tears come out of your eyeballs. No, that's tears running down my face. Two different I'm, things. <laughs> I'm concerned it, with my push. It was sweat. It was sweat from my eyes. Oh. Like how and it, we talk about fragility oh. to like to to just like he's so afraid and we they, they, i thought it was a perfect transition what we were just talking about oh, of God. admitting that there was vulnerability that that you that you felt feelings that it might that is and so the, to get into an argument over well i don't consider that crying like not to see crying. how dumb yeah. that is like yeah. crying is something crying? that yeah yeah that, that that's not parody right that's that goes back to the what we were talking about where it's how is this not parody we would think it was <laughs> if it wasn't how is that not parody right that crying is something that women and weak men do i do push-ups i do push-ups and my eyes water okay when i'm thinking about my children but it's strong those are those are i call that strength water <laughs> my tears can rep 30 pounds each. <laughs> if you were to taste these tears, it would burn your tongue. They're spicy like hot sauce. And bustle milk. 
and muscle that's what's filled with in my body oh my god it, uh, i'm not capable of producing if you were to take the chemical composition of my tears and yours they wouldn't be in the wouldn't same even compare. they wouldn't even compare my tears would destroy your tears <laughs> it's crazy that people worship this man admit it's, it's so it's beyond reality like if this was a tv show people would be like well let's let's dial it back a little bit no one's gonna believe this the is fact that piers morgan is the voice of reason he's like yeah crying yeah. that's that's yeah. and... <laughs> uh andrew <laughs> tate do you are you are you are you are you messing with me <laughs> is this satire right now yeah i'm so confused peak fragility to me is a dude who can't express his emotions because like violence mm -hmm. is always there mm -hmm. because they have no ability to release emotions in a safe healthy way mm -hmm. and so it's like if you don't want to be fragile like mm -hmm. you you can't even say you cry bro everybody cries mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. on earth can cry for something unless they don't have tear ducts or something for some reason right right but the fact that you can't even label crying crying mm -hmm. that is peak fragility peak insecurity Mm -hmm. the lemon mm -hmm. <laughs> just well i like i i did i went through there was a big part of my my young adulthood where i didn't cry at all like no there was no reason i literally I probably went over a decade without shedding tears right because it, and it was this internalized idea that why well, i'm not a crier oh, i'm not this shit. and this is even a something like i was literally getting a degree in feminist rhetoric a master's degree in that and yeah. i'm still like well i just i don't get this don't cry i want to maybe i'm weird i don't know what it is without even realize unpacking the fact that i was so insecure in who i was yeah right i was so afraid of judgment because every every and there's there's more trauma that goes into that but sure. everything i did was a calculated move yeah. a calculated risk of being viewed in the way that i needed to be viewed once i got older and i became much more secure in who i am and, yeah. and that i have i have people who love me and my family, I cry all the time. Like not, not, not enough that I'm like just walking around my house sobbing. But if I see something sad or like when my kids yeah. are like, when my kids have a dance recital, I am sobbing. Like, I can't imagine not crying in that moment. Like I, I, if I just sat there, like hold it in, you can't let anybody see that you love your children that much. Do push-ups, do push-ups. Oh, this is tears running down my face. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's well, it's, it's so limiting. The more limiting. secure I've become of myself, the more yes. I've allowed myself to be quote unquote weak, right? It, it's in in their eyes. But it is strength because it's like you're not crying because you're worried about what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Because you are afraid that mm -hmm. it takes away masculinity, or you look from I don't know, whatever this man I don't know what this man thinks. His brain is a right. terrifying place, <laughs> but that is weakness like the stronger mm -hmm. you become in yourself the less you care about how you look to others the less you think your value can be taken from you the stronger you become and like if you are so fragile you cannot say the word cry when you are in fact crying yeah scientifically by definition like <laughs> right. just just like factually it's wild that is what crying is mm -hmm. yikes yeah i i just wow it's... There's no world that exists where that should not be a parody. Like you could put that on the like, word for word as a comedy. Yes. Skit if you put it on and, SNL. And making fun, yeah. Yes. To make fun of, yes. of, of guys in the manosphere kind of thing. And, and people be like, oh, that's so funny. They are like that. No, they're not like that. This is a transcript from this. <laughs> so to close this out, because it is topical, <laughs> even though I keep saying I'm going to stop talking about it, I'm back because we have 
again, two men that you and I have discussed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you recall, when I mentioned Jordan Peterson on your, I think it was your podcast I talked about. Yeah, it, it was. We talked about it. Yeah. Well, boy is back because when Matt yeah. Rife has been quote unquote canceled, which has not happened, um, yeah. people just don't like him and don't think he's funny. Can't yeah. that's not canceled. That's just people don't like you. Uh, mm-hmm. but <laughs> people fucked you not to be funny. He decides that what I should do is mm-hmm. I should go on Jordan Peterson's uh, podcast. Who has lost his? Li- Did he lose his license for his? Yeah, 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 his yeah. Formal- he got stripped by the uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the, the he's like, who's yeah. not qualified? Perfect. So. And like in the interview, Matt Rife repeated was like Matt Rife is like, yeah, man, I gotta be honest, I don't really listen to your stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> but the red pillars love you. So before 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 we even play it, like the because I was having a conversation with somebody about this off off the internet. Shocking, you have talking to people in IRL? real life, right? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't recorded. Um, and uh, and I I was you know just going through my head. I was like, wow, I've never seen someone go so far to the right so quickly and they're like well th- no this is this was not he didn't change overnight this is yes. he's finally just a, saying out loud the things that he was very carefully avoiding putting on the internet before while he was building up and getting paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. and he also like he had a disdain for women which i think was mm-hmm. obvious but if you watch his stuff there is a shift in his material um because mm-hmm. he's always been offensive but it was like i think this is <laughs> Right. In my episode with Kate, I talked about it, but that he was getting bad feedback from women and they weren't laughing. Mm-hmm. Like there's in his footage, you can see women like looking at him mm-hmm. like, what are you? Yeah. What? And so I mm-hmm. think he was like, well, F you actually. And then I'm going with the red <laughs> pillars. And yep. I called it. Now, did I think he was going to immediately jump on Jordan Peterson's pocket? That no, quickly. that's fast. That, that blew my mind. Yeah, That was fast. That was like. <laughs> In case you had any questions, this is, this is what I want. This is the people I want to follow me. Tate, come on out of here. Come on and lay your eyes water. No crying. No crying though. Oh shit. Okay. And and now that you watch like his old stuff too, I I go back and and now I'm like, oh wait. Yeah. Cause I used to, cause I used to do improv and I used to like uh, joke about, I'm not funny. I'm just quick. Yeah, right. Sure. I, I wasn't. I, I don't. You don't always have to be funny if you can yeah. respond. If you can think of yes. an answer quick. Yes. And a lot of his stuff. Oh, it's not funny. He's it's just quick. quick. And all the yeah. other thing is with improv, there is like, it's harder for a lot of people, but there's also mm-hmm. more leeway. Like right. if you look at, it's right. not that what he said was that funny or that intelligent, but it's like it was so fast right. that you're like, I'm willing to laugh mm-hmm. at that because he hasn't really, you're, in your brain, you recognize, oh, he hasn't had time right. to come up with a well-worded, you know, mm-hmm. well-thought-out joke. It's really just him roasting, like versions right. of roasting that he did in Wild and Out. And it's like, mm-hmm. actually, he had more leeway. Like, actually, people were right. being less judgmental then than now. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of people are like, well, that's harder to do. It's like, well, actually, people are less critical when right. when you think of it on the spot. <laughs> When you do, and it's not, that's not the takeaway from people that are masters of that craft. There's, there's a lot that goes into oh, it. Oh no, I love uh, improv. The, yeah, I still yeah, do yeah. it. Absolutely. It's there's, and there are people you can, when people are bad at improv, they are bad at improv. 
<laughs> so that's not to take no, no, but no. there is you're right there is a certain level of leeway where as long as you are abiding by the rules and you have the training and you are yeah. quick enough to think of something yes you absolutely can get a laugh whereas yes. if that was a written script nobody would think it was funny. yes exactly if you mm-hmm. if you just took away the how quick it is and like that there's another person interacting if you took what mm-hmm. he said in his bits and put it as a joke like mm-hmm. it would not get laughs because it's right. it's the quickness and it like yeah. it strikes people they're like not ready for it but this is him he's ref- talking about the men who said because his logic falls apart a little bit if men say no actually we don't think that because his whole thing right. is like this is how all men feel like this is funny to all men like this is for men so mm-hmm. when a man gets in his comments or makes a video about how like no actually i found that offensive like that's not funny it shatters what he's saying that it's all men but it also makes it clear that like no you're just not funny dude like it's just Mm -hmm. not good so he can't accept either of those things so this is what he says it's not that he's not funny and it's not that not all men think this it's that these men in particular are bad so let's listen to what matt rife and jordan peterson have to say about um these dudes. I think it's very interesting that for a guy who says, I don't, give, I don't care. So whatever you want about me, I don't even care about what people say about me. Right. I'm dead inside. <laughs> the amount of time this man spends talking about mm-hmm. what people have said about him online. Mm-hmm. Like half of his special was like a response to right. uh, like his last joke was a, a fat joke about a woman who dared to clap Mm -hmm. back at him it's like i think you might care i think if you're talking this much Mm -hmm. you might care okay have you heard of uh have you heard of anthony jeselnik he's an he's a comedian where his whole shtick he's is about being and he says the most offensive stuff yes in the world but the reason people let it slide is because it's funny right even if i'm like even if it's not my cup of tea i can be like all right i get why people are i I get why people think it's funny sure right i get why and it's that's really there's so much that people will like especially with comedy right that people will be like well it's still pretty i can admit that that's funny it's funny that's that's creative it's unique it's 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 something as opposed to just like the idea of punching down for the sake of punching down it's like, like a well done joke. Look how edgy I am. Yeah. Look how look how great I am at being edgy. That's yeah. that's not that's not impressive. Yeah. No. Right? <laughs> no. It's like people are still offensive. There's just consequence. That's what Mark Marin talks about. Right. It. He's like, yeah. The comedians are like, you can't say anything. He's like, you can literally say anything. You can say whatever you literally want, but anything. there's consequence if you say mm-hmm. something that's messed up and that that's not funny. Okay. Even, uh, did you see Daniel Tosh even like screwed? He even said that. And like of all people, I was shocked that he like, was like, yeah, Daniel Tosh is like, it's like yeah, yeah, there should be. He was like, there should be consequences. He no. was like, I don't know if I've learned from them, and he probably hasn't. But he was, but he, like to say that yeah. there shouldn't be any, there there should be nobody should question it because it's under yeah. the realm of comedy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, people call me out. I, I get called out all the time. Sure. Right. And it's, it's okay. Like you're, we're constantly learning about new things and finding out new stuff. It's literally, it's not that like, you can't say anything. It's like people's sense of humor. Like a lot of people just don't think you're funny. Like that's it. Like that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You don't, it's not that you're canceled. It's not that like Mm -hmm. you can't joke about this stuff. You can't say offensive Mm -hmm. things. It's literally people are not interested in what you're saying. People don't think Mm -hmm. you're funny. And it's how you respond to it as well. Like even outside of comedy, like if you were, if you say something, I've said stuff before where I'm like, oh, wow. I I never considered it from that perspective. Yes. 
thank you for educating me. Yes. I, I, you know, and, and like, and, and gen and, and meaning it genuinely, not just yeah. saying it like, okay, well, thanks for saying that. Right. But actually like taking it in and, and then yeah. not doing it again. Yeah. Right. 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 If you can see show growth. Yes. Yeah. Not putting up a special needs helmet, mm -hmm. quote unquote. Uh, I okay. Let's just play it. You let's, 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 let's hear. We're here. Yeah, yeah. Go. You and go. I got never there. Okay, here we go. I saw one TikTok video who was like, "I I have a wife, and I found this severely disrespectful." Yeah. I was like, "Okay, you cuck. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? That's a form of foreplay. Yeah. What do you want to get more pussy outside of your wife? Like, chill out. You're already married. She already respects you. Like, what do you? What do you? Yeah. Want well, I used me? to see when when I had demonstrations around me, which used to be more common than they are now, which is just as well. Hmm. The worst people I ever saw at those demonstrations weren't the Harridan women who were screeching like fishwives. But the men that were hypothetically there to support them, man, I tell you, I couldn't even look at some of those guys without having a shudder run up my spine. There's almost nothing worse than a man who tries to worm himself in with a group of women by pretending to be more on their side than the women actually are when their actual motivation is to use that. What was that? Gad Saad, the evolutionary psychologist who works at Concordia, he called that the sneaky fucker uh, <laughs> a routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's actually a phrase from evolutionary biology. Okay, so mm, let me just, first of all, I don't think sneaky fucker is a phrase from evolutionary biology. Chapter seven, the sneaky right. fucker. The sneaky fucker. Came from the sneaky fucker evolved oh. from the asshole man. He came from the lake and grew legs. Like yeah. what? And then when he called, what? like the disdain for women, when he literally is like, they're screaming like fishwives. Year <laughs> is it? Yeah. What? Oh my. Well, and it goes back. Like I literally had someone basically make this argument in the comment, my comment section. It's probably because they listened to Jordan Peterson saying something like this before. Where where they where when they when they don't realize that I'm you know happily married for 13 years and like I, you know that I have actually a loving family yeah. like, well the only reason this guy's saying this is is so he can get laid uh or that blah 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 and like and Matt Rife even says that right? he's like yeah I don't get it you're already why would you why would you possibly feel you already this have way? one you already you already have someone who likes what what are you what are you attempting here it's like because you couldn't and it shows that disconnect he, they don't understand. That you and it's the whole team, they, they even bring up the whole that might if you don't understand what team you're on or whatever, it's yes. as if this is a Sides. this is because it really is in their eyes, like using their words, not like that, that there is men versus women, yes, that it's only it couldn't be common decency is the side you're on, it couldn't be that you don't like emotion and manipulation and abuse is the side you're on. No, yeah. it's either clearly, yeah. I you're a traitor to your yes. gender. Yes. For having the audacity to actually be upset about the abuse of women, to it, actually be upset about yes. the domestic violence joke. I was going to say, the only reason. I was going to say, trans people, non binary people be damned, I guess. But then I remember uh, Jordan mm -hmm. Peterson is known for ridiculous, yes. horrific trans comments. Yeah. So actually, that's truth. He doesn't. Yeah. Anyways, mm -hmm. well, some, but, someone pointed out to me that transphobia is literally just another flavor of misogyny. Yes. Right. I, I always looked at them. I always looked at them as separate. Like I, I no. were related, but separate. But no, it's they. They yes. really like broke down one of my videos. There. And again, I once again in a call out way, but in a nice. Yes. Like they're like, here, let me educate you on something. And I was like, oh, this is this is brilliant. You're right. This is it's literally just. 
Yeah, well, it's shocking. They're and homophobia related. is too, because a lot mm -hmm. of times because it's actually men being because they think to be gay is to be womanly, to be gay mm -hmm. is to be feminine. They're like, oh, don't mm -hmm. go to that side, which is Ugh, yeah. why a lot. I hate that. Yeah. yeah, I hate that you're going that way. Stop it. I can punch, but I can punch you. Yes, and exactly. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. Like the differences mm -hmm. of like, even how like gay men are treated versus gay. It's fascinating. Yeah. And horrifying. <laughs> fascinating, <Yeah>. horrifying. <laughs> the two go together so back often to what, yeah, in these right. conversations. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the fact that like there is no other reason to Matt Reif, a man would defend his own wife. Mm -hmm. or just women there is mm -hmm. no other reason to him other than sex mm -hmm. that's it that's literally the mm -hmm. only reason and then you have jordan peterson come in and, and i love um and hate <laughs> love and hate mm -hmm. right. uh, horrifying <laughs> fascinating um the 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 two of them together right because you have matt rife who is coming from it from the funny guy misogynist right right and then you have Jordan Peterson, who's coming as the intellectual misogynist, right? Mm -hmm. So where Matt Rife is just saying stupid shit, then Jordan Peterson's coming in and he's like, oh, what was, who was that guy from Concordia or whatever the hell he said? What is that yeah. evolutionary uh, ideal? What is that bio evolutionary biology mm -hmm. uh, principle? It's like he is using seemingly he's almost like the nice guy, like right. this whole podcast saying absolutely. that like absolutely. oh when a nice guy but but even like like oh these sneaky fuckers who he's kind of acting like mm -hmm. are nice guys and so mm -hmm. it would be very easy to hear parts of that and be like well that is true there are men who pretend to be on women's side mm -hmm. but that's where he's super dangerous and why i find men like jordan peterson to be particularly dangerous because if you see bits of what they say, you may be like, oh, that makes sense. Or if you were only to see a couple clips from him, you would be like, oh, maybe he seems all right. Like he is educated, like he's an educated right. person, technically. There are there are clips. I remember someone sent me a clip of Jordan Peterson out of context. And I was like, yeah, I, that, yes. that's fine. He, there are things that there are lots of things that horrible people say. Right, uh, right. That, that they, Five they minute might clip. Some, yeah. <laughs> um, even assholes are right sometimes. Right. But, but the way that he, it's so dangerous because like where Matt mm -hmm. can't do that because he's, I don't think he has an intellectual capacity, but, um, <laughs> you know, Jordan Pearson kind of ropes it in there to be like, oh, it's biology. So he's mm -hmm. like, it's actually facts that any man who's doing this are sneaky fuckers. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it's actually, that's, it's shown that that's what they're doing. Women should be afraid of that, right? right? You should be afraid of these men. And while that is true, and like, Lord knows I preach that on the podcast, like mm -hmm. be, be wary of the people that come right. into your safe space and are like, oh yeah, I'm right. with you 100%. That's not what this conversation was about. This conversation mm -hmm. was about a husband saying, I am offended by the way you talk about women and my wife. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's where it's dangerous because they've just so delicately shifted the conversation and mm -hmm. it's also like he calls like again listening to the way the word choice from these men he called mm -hmm. women in general fish wives like mm -hmm. why shut up what like again 1900s right. 1800s talk you hate women let's just go there just just go ahead and say it but the way he is like they they pretend they care about it th these women's needs more than the women do Mm -hmm. And it's like because remember you don't care about a woman unless you check her. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Peterson likes to check. Yeah. Don't worry, he's mm -hmm. checking. And Matt Rife, check, check, check. Uh, well, but it's the whole it's the obfuscation of like he is 
because he is he he has a brilliant mind when it comes to very specific things. Sure. And then he'll use that brilliance, which mm-hmm. he which he knows how to make his words sound very pretty yes. to people that don't understand what he's saying or don't yes, catch on. Exactly. When he's shift when he makes that like you said a very subtle shift mm-hmm. where it's not a, he's not actually talking about the thing he's t- that they were talking about anymore. There are people who can pick up on the right words mm-hmm. and can seem educated and then can use that to seem actually smart when in actuality their intelligence and their skill set is in manipulation itself is mm-hmm. in the ability to twist facts right and that's how i see jordan peterson maybe he's maybe he's smart but what i've seen him do a lot is take baseline manipulation baseline misogyny and just zhuzh it up and just mm-hmm. give it like even that study he's like oh that's a biological term sneaky fucker is a biological right. term <laughs> is it is it Jordan? And right. now it's like, and no okay, one's going to double smart. check it. You're smart. Yeah. They're both doing terrible things. They're both being misogynist, but Jordan is doing so in a way that like. Mm-hmm. It legitimizes it. It's 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 so much more dangerous. You're right. Yes, because it's, it's, so dangerous. it's very easy to hear Matt Rife say that and be like, oh, whatever. Idiot. Screw Matt Rife. <laughs> yeah. But it, and, and you're and it's I feel like we have to, the one thing I have to always remind myself is that most people aren't seeing everything like we aren't yes. aren't so involved in the like yes. in, not just social media but in this whole arena where they're only seeing very small percentages of it and when they then you're right when they see someone like jordan peterson who seems like he must be intelligent who seems mm-hmm. like he must know what he's talking about mm-hmm. even when he's talking about stuff that has nothing to do with his field yes right literally it feels legitimate and so yes. oh it's okay for me to call women fishwives, shrill, sh- whatever he said shrill on there, fishwives, shrill fishwives, right? Because Ugh. a legitimate doctor said this, right? A legitimate right. research person. He <laughs> got his shake taken away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his license yeah we don't gone. talk about his license taken away, right? But but someone that feels legitimate yes. said it, yes. and that means I can keep on saying it. I can it's, keep doing these things. It's like, um, and I'm watching a documentary right now about it, but the doctors who are shady or like don't have mm-hmm. like they trick people into thinking they have abilities that they don't like you see this all the time any type mm-hmm. of con man right like they have enough of the vernacular and the confidence of the con mm-hmm. man right jordan peterson is very confident in his mm-hmm. viewpoints and he doesn't you know he doesn't sweat it like he's he's right. not not crying you know like he's he right. is very steadfast and he says things with such intensity and Mm -hmm. this air of superiority like even in that conversation the the person who had the upper hand very much appeared to be peterson and i'll give you an example of how he uses like sexism and misogyny and biology quote unquote in dangerous ways right so he was talking about how you know sexism in the workplace okay and Mm -hmm. and ended up getting into this ridiculous diatribe ramble about well you know that if a woman i think think we might talk about this i think we talked not on this one yeah yeah not Mm -hmm. on mine but on yours yeah he (laughs) talked about the fact that a woman who wears any form of makeup Mm -hmm. is sexually manipulating the workplace Mm -hmm. purposefully because when one is aroused i don't even like Mm -hmm. anything i'm saying it said blood rushes and it's like yeah People could hear that and be like, oh, I guess biologically that makes sense. And it's like, that's bullshit. 
all right. of that is bullshit. No, like maybe mm -hmm. there's a woman out there doing that, but the majority right. of people, and even the woman, because he said this more than once. Like that's another thing. Mm -hmm. It's like these guys seem like oh they're off the cuff or whatever, but they will repeat and parrot the same phrases over and over. He was talking to a woman and she goes, actually, that's not why, why I wear makeup. And he's like, oh, really? It's not? She goes, yeah, it's because I have negative consequence if I don't wear makeup to work. She's right. like, people think I'm unprofessional or I'm not pulled together or I don't care. And I have negative mm -hmm. feedback from both men and women. She didn't say all the genders, but she was like, so that's why I do because there's an expectation that I have to, mm -hmm. or I'm seen as less capable. There's a literal visceral negative reaction that can affect me it professionally and perfect yeah. me from progressing in, in the, in, in the world. If yes. I don't have a certain level of, yes, uh, of kept quote unquote kept upness or yes. like uh, professionals. But, yeah. 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 Which yeah. I actually saw a video on how, like how that's even changing the markers changing. Like now it's expected. Mm -hmm. Thank God I'm not in the workplace anymore. <laughs> but it's like having false lashes and constantly having mm -hmm. your nails done. There was a girl who was like, I had my like just natural nails and my coworker was like, that freaks me out. Mm -hmm. And it's like it, the, the marker is always moving. And mm -hmm. to go in barefoot, like if I would have gone no makeup to my work when I worked in an agency, I definitely would have been looked down upon. From like in my profession as a professor. Yeah. Right? There, there's a huge double standard when it comes yep. to that. Like, almost all the the like honestly probably about three-fourths of the men i know that teach that and that are tenured that have been doing it for a while will just roll out like wear t-shirts they'll wear an old polo shirt yeah. and jeans whatever if the professional wears there are some yeah. people that still do you know hold themselves where they are they'll, uh, they'll wear a full suit and tie and stuff sure. but like the majority of of male cool professors professor. i know yeah. yeah where just and i'm the clues i'm wearing a sweatshirt I, I will i've taught in the sweatshirt before right there's there is no i don't think about it right i'm allowed to not think about it yes right versus almost all of the the women i know anybody in the lgbtq plus community i know mm -hmm. that teaches uh anyone that is not a white presenting man yes basically uh anyone that is not able-bodied right any oh, anyone yeah. that is has uh the the where, where your privilege is not seeping from your your body yeah uh the there's such a different expectation where you have to do, go through all of these extra steps just so your students will listen to you yeah. i never i never have students or i mean i've been teaching now for 2007 was my first year as a teacher so that's what 16 years Dang. i've probably ha i've had maybe one grade challenge in my entire career uh because i they just accept it that yes. i knew what i was talking about that that the grade that i must have given them was right and i think that's probably less than than average even for someone but it's just yeah. that that's just I, it's not very common for me versus i talk to other people and if they are not at the top of their game every day, fully dressed up, yep. fully knowing the answer to every question, able to present themselves as if they are like th at another level of of uh, professorialism, right? Uh, that yeah. they they are they are constantly second guessed in class, right? And so they have to do all these other things. Whereas I'm just Professor Chesco that comes on in, you know, he knows clearly. what he's talking about. <laughs> two minutes late holding my iced coffee just like what like a student might do and they're like yeah. oh yeah we just cool. we just inherently trust that you know what you're doing uh up there and i don't have to think and it took me years before i realized how much extra privilege i was just given just for existing in this body 
right? And all that goes into it. And it's not about manipulation. Like when my when my colleagues that don't look like me are going and they're not they're not manipulating, they're surviving, right? Mm-hmm. They're just just to do their baseline job, they have to go through five extra steps, if not 10 extra steps, just to simply exist in the space yep. that I exist in. And that and this is in a space where we have all of these rules and regulations that are attempting to even out the playing field at the least, at least that are trying to do it. That's not even the private sector where there's so much worse yeah. uh, aspects of it that are unwritten where they don't even talk about these things. And so it is, it's just, it's wild to me that, that he would say something like that. And as if there's no other reason, as yeah. if me as this intelligent, smart man of, of Jordan Peterson, uh, th- this is, this is clearly, this is the answer and this is why they're doing it because they're just manipulative and they want people to to they want to get their their way because women have it so easy right with their makeup that they can just get whatever they want from us men where we poor lowly men just don't, we can't we don't have those tools available to us yeah right we, are, we, we don't get so... to manipulate with the lipstick <laughs> but yeah. it's it i mean it's really interesting because and i've talked about this before but it's like men who have bizarre facts like mm-hmm. on hand they will like literally like just memorize crazy like that mm-hmm. the sneaky fucker line <laughs> like, right, what right <laughs> but it's like they'll, they'll get like these really strange facts mm-hmm. and then they'll get into an argument with you and like because you don't you've never heard the study right, of this the, yeah. fucker. like if you wouldn't have called it that right you know we wouldn't probably yeah yeah, we probably like oh Mm -hmm. whatever stupid study but it's like because they have these weird things like Mm -hmm. they're not challenged very often and he wasn't Mm -hmm. matt rife obviously wasn't gonna challenge him right right (laughs) but he goes unchecked and unchallenged Mm -hmm. when a lot of what he says is wrong is like factually incorrect is Mm -hmm. not based in science is more opinion than anything Mm -hmm. else and is dangerous as is proven by Mm -hmm. the fact you know he got his license and then gets repeated by all these other well jordan peterson said yeah and they've never even read this like jordan peterson at the and this is not me defend i want to be very clear I'm not defending Jordan Peterson. Let me say uh, this but, right now. Yeah, I, I, I never, I don't ever want to be in that context. Um, but the, the, I guess, but now let, let me defend him. At the very least, when he is going to say something, he, I know he's aware that he is lying. <laughs> um because i know he's read the study yeah i know i know that he reads it and understands it but then he's read enough of it that he'll be able to manipulate it to yes. uh to make it sound like well, but well he wants. no i think yeah what i meant was so if he meets someone that can call him out he's yes. like well no i what i really meant and then Pivot. he'll be able to backpedal out of it yeah. versus the majority of people that will cite these different studies and things yes. that probably heard him cite will yes. talk about them having never read them having no ability to even understand them which to be fair they're written so obtusely yes that unless yes. you do have a degree in it yes. you can't understand them yes. but then if you go actually go and look up you're like oh that doesn't say this at all yeah this is about so this is about like a, an, a study on animals or this yes. is a study that had that this was a in their observations was one possible conclusion but not even the conclusion that the data showed or they'll be like this is something a future study might want to look into this and they'll be like look at this study proved yeah that women do x y and z so it's just like if my my advice would be like and I've said this before, but challenging people, because I think about so many conversations I had, and particularly with like toxic men um, in the workplace, I think was 
where it would hit me the hardest or maybe in school um mm-hmm. where men would just say things and then cite <laughs> something right. i read this in a book or have you but seen this documentary yeah and meaning a meme right but because <laughs> i have been raised like that's where we see the difference societally between men and women right just mm-hmm. from a, a grand this isn't for every case but looking like at a grand scale right. is that men feel justified to say whatever mm-hmm. they want, right? Um, as long as they've got the confidence to say it, where women feel they have to to justify what they're what they're saying. They have mm-hmm. to have reasons. They won't like so many of the people I know will not say something unless they have like cite to A, B, right. and C source as to why right. I think that. While men will just like bleh, word vomit mm-hmm. stuff. And there were so many conversations where men would say things that I was like, I don't think that's right mm-hmm. but because and they I, know there's not going to be any there's not going to be any consequences no. either and people are like oh right. okay mm-hmm. but it's like because that is the way the society like women always are having to prove themselves and don't want to be like can lose authority so easily mm-hmm. there's so right. many extra standards for women in the workplace to think about like men go unchecked a lot and will say out of pocket mm-hmm. things and and say mm-hmm. science or whatever else is behind them and because there's it, so much more to lose also if you're yes. especially in a position of where you're they have more power than you yes right in that situation if do. you were to call them out what are you going to what 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 do you gain even in that situation even if you're right even if you yeah, even if, even right, if you know you're right you, you, are, you a, often might lose more yes yeah. but it's mm-hmm. like yeah i just think about how many times and then i'd go back and look i was like i knew i was right like mm-hmm. if you can it's like challenge things do not accept confidence as fact confidence is mm-hmm. not fact the authority with which someone says something does mm-hmm. not dictate the truth behind what they're saying mm-hmm. and i think that's something that's important because i learned that later in life like i mm-hmm. would take people at their word i if someone that had authority over me was saying something with that mm-hmm. much because i would never if i wasn't if i'm not sure of something i usually don't say it <laughs> like i'll mm-hmm. be like right. maybe right. i heard this like i will <laughs> always put something at the, at the front end to qualify what i'm saying mm-hmm. but like there are people who that's why it's con man. That's why it's confidence man. It's because when people say things with authority mm-hmm. and confidence, we take them at face value. A lot of the time online, that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That you're like, that's blatantly wrong information. Mm-hmm. Like in the comments, like my, my literal lived experience. Yes. This proves everything you're talking about. Yeah. And I know I'm not the exception. Yeah, right? exactly. I know I'm not the only one that's gone through this. And, and that goes for a lot. That goes for uh, all these different systems of yes. oppression, right? Yes. Not sexism uh, when it comes to racism, when yes. it comes to, uh, you know, uh, socioeconomic yes. uh, classes. And it's, it's all of these systems are tied together yeah. where there, and there's a reason why they're able to kind of continue is because you have, uh, and it's not just confidence. You, you can find data, you can find data for almost sure. anything. Sure, sure, and sure. It's not, and that's not to say that there isn't, good and bad data there isn't good data that exists that use out there and you can't be wrong about yeah. something but oftentimes it's a lot more nuanced than than any of the people presenting it especially in this social media era that we're in are willing right. to it and it's like i mean you think about the way the data is manipulated like mm-hmm. like who was the source who is the source mm-hmm. of this study what was the one it was mm-hmm. like <laughs> the one study a, a guy used a study and he said 0.03% of men assault women. Mm-hmm. Like a college survey was done point mm-hmm. zero whatever. So some crazy low, definitely under 5%. Right, right. Right, right. And then you look at the study and the study was amongst men 
who were interviewed, they self-reported that yeah. they it's were shocking, not. Shocking, right? That, yeah. So it's like, it's like you have to I'm think shocked that them. it was as high as it was. <laughs> there were guys that were like, I did do that. Yeah, Man, it's guilt, guilty. Guilty. Right? Yeah, you got uh, me. Come on, police. Yeah. Let's do this. But it was but like, no, there's no, there's no, there's no consequence, right? They're right. Like, yeah, I can to say the it. study, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but it was like that's what I mean. Like that guy was speaking to a study. He was presenting some mm-hmm. of the facts, but he wasn't presenting some of the most pertinent facts. Right. Like self-reporting, it's always going to be lower mm-hmm. with a crime. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Even the definition of mm-hmm. assault to men is different there are many men who don't mm-hmm. consider like uh a woman being intoxicated mm-hmm. like or tired or or li- lying about using a condom yeah oh, you, oh like god mm-hmm. coercion mm-hmm. coercion mm-hmm. isn't counted by men like Absolutely. i lied to get mm-hmm. in bed with her or she mm-hmm. said no but i asked her 55 times like right. a lot of men don't consider mm-hmm. that to be assault mm-hmm. when it absolutely is mm-hmm. and it's like that's what I'm saying. It's like they will use studies. They will use little tiny facts. And unless you have the facts in the moment to argue with them, it can be very challenging. But, you know, it's important to like right. even in the moment because sometimes it, it's impossible sometimes in the moment. Like I, I don't know. Stu- mm-hmm. this, if I don't know the study, I can't argue the points of it. But just like if you hear and that's something. What, but that's why they do that. Though, yes, because exactly. they know you don't know the yes. study. They're like, well, I have a study. Like, do yeah. you? Though? Like, it, yeah. You don't even know if they do. But it's yeah. like. And then it, and then even if you fact check them later, no one's going to hear it. Right. Because exactly. that's the, the thing that, yeah. But just know for yourself, if you can, mm-hmm. if you can push back in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even just saying, like, I don't know that particular study, but I have right. a lifetime of experience that says right. different. Like, mm-hmm. your life experience is valuable and is almost never the exception like mm-hmm. it is very rare that if you're experiencing something that it you're the only person ever to experience it right mm-hmm. and particularly when you're in a group that is has you it, 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 there is some type of discrimination towards your group it is very rare that you're the only one that they're doing that to right and so mm-hmm. like you have every right to come back with life experience i feel like so often life experiences as viewed as not valuable or not factual when in mm-hmm. reality it is important what you have experienced is data like Absolutely. that is a Absolutely. lifetime of data so yeah. know that like because now i'll say I'll, i will call things from my life i will have arguments with that if i don't know like like because i feel like people are always bringing up studies and weird stuff in like yeah. conversations about sexism that you're like that's not right but i will be mm-hmm. like well i know i've experienced x y and z all of my friends have experienced x y and z so judging off of what i can assume if this many people in my group have had that happen I can assume how many people have experienced this on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. And that is a completely valid argument to when they're picking one study, because like one mm-hmm. study versus a lifetime of experience. I encourage more people to not back down when someone right. brings up some random thing. Like, even if you can't argue whatever their point is, I would go back to the main topic. Like, I don't know about that study, but in general, I think women should have mm-hmm. rights. Like. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, and even even when you actually ask them to explain, like, well, where did the study take place? Yeah. Who was the study taken? Yes. Uh, like, where? Who was this published somewhere? Like, yeah. was this peer reviewed? Was this a magazine article? Was yeah. it a? Yes. Was it a TikTok a poll on Facebook? Yeah. Was it a TikTok? The one that um a bunch of people hear you hear all the time is like the uh women only want the top ten percent of men, right? And and it's they'll cite the statistic that talks about like the swipe rates on Tinder uh-huh. or something, and yeah. and did, like eighty percent 
of Tinder are men. Like 80% of the users are men. Of course there's going. And so, and I tried to explain this to somebody. I was like, well, of course they're only going to be swiping on because you have 20. And and they said there, the study even said that of the 20% that are women, only about like 10% are active users. (laughs) Right. And so you have now, if you have this, 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 this field where 90% of the options are one thing and 10%, even 20% of the other, of course, it's going to be a much more selective issue. And then when I brought the stats that showed like 60% of men are are in long-term relationships, right? That's not, that clearly somebody is, is, go, is not in that 10% is dating yeah. somebody. Clearly there are women that are not just simply looking for whatever this theoretical 10%, they'll be like, well, that's not true. Like then how, how is that not true? Like the, you the don't, numbers that don't lie. That is when you realize it, there's a mm-hmm. difference between I read a study and I formulated an opinion and I yeah. have an opinion. So I'm choosing a, yeah, a I, study. But that, I really want to just blame women though. Right. <laughs> but what if I, if... study says it's so it's all confirmation bias is rampant. Like you said, there's mm-hmm. so many studies by so many people over the years. Like people use a study from like in 1964. Right. You're like, I think we've, co- I think we've passed that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, it's so easy now. And there's so much false things online. Like I could find right. an article that's cr- like, that says something right. absolutely absurd as fact, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I can prove whatever argument I want, but you're going about it backwards if you're doing right. it that way, right? And so many people mm-hmm. are because it, it's not that they want to be educated on the topic. Mm-mm. It's that I have an opinion and mm-hmm. I want it to be proven. <laughs> like, I even, want to even, sound intelligent. Even when it's good news. Like it, like the, like I said, the example I said right there, it that's great news. Sixty percent of of men are still capable of finding someone who mm-hmm. loves them. Like we're almost like, well, how many of those men are gonna end up having their wives cheat on them and are gonna leave the? I'm like, I don't know. Like it's that's amazing. I didn't do the yeah. study. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> but it's but there's also a shocking percentage. It's mm-hmm. a really frightening percentage of how many men. I, that's what I thought you're talking about. How many men mm-hmm. on um, dating apps are are not single? Like it's a shocking oh, percentage that are actually wow. in relationships. Because like wow. now that's that's the sneaky way. Because you can talk on apps all day, mm-hmm. and it never interferes right with your life because you're just mm-hmm. that's what you that's do. okay. Because if you're a high value man. You're allowed to have, uh, that's their big talking point. You're either I'm allowed to have multiple. I have seen that. It's like in this day Uh, and age, if you want to be polyamorous, whatever, um, there are people who do that literally. And and that's, that's that's great. That's, that's, we love that for that, for people who like, Mm -hmm. I have friends who are polyamorous. Like, that's awesome. I know, like, married, like, Paul, like, Mm -hmm. whole things. Poly cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the terms are, but it's great. And they mm-hmm. love it. And they're very happy. Um, but it's like, you don't want that. You want, you mm-hmm. want a, a, a relationship when you have power and control. Right. It is Where not you can mutual. Cheat. It's not polyamory. It's cheating with no consequences. <laughs> right. You you want yes. to be able to, because there is a, there's, there, there is a, and it's a, like you said, it's a power thing. Yes. See, like you just said, where power in a polyamorous relationship is still equal mm-hmm. in the sense like where is it is a that that is something you enter it yes uh you know with, with this this openness that goes in there as far as my i don't you know i'm not fully i've never been in a polyamorous relationship that just sounds exhausting to me uh you can say that yes but that's that's for for me right, right. um but like if, if 
the the that's not what these guys are talking about when they're, yeah. they're talking no. about no i am so valuable that you should be thankful that i'm letting you be one of my options well and they're not letting their options be with they're, anybody yeah. else no no that's they're not the, yeah, the person thing. they're with is not allowed yes. to be with anybody else they can be with anybody they want but mm-hmm. the but the girls that they're with cannot be with other people no no they better they also better be a virgin uh who listens to everything you have to say who and does not cook. have any friends who can cook and, and no butt crack no, no no apparently not apparently not but still needs a perfect body uh, even after having even though they don't children. have one yeah yeah even though uh, they don't yeah they never do they're like she better be uh, a 10 she better be yeah. 90 pounds with double d's and you're like sir yeah. stop mm-hmm. stop it yeah oh no, my God. why does why does this very specific type of of woman only want to be with men who fit this very specific mold and not me it's because because have you seen you like it's but it's also like interest if you're if a girl is fit Mm -hmm. and very into fitness she will probably want to be paired like with somebody that isn't there's nothing wrong with that but Mm -hmm. it's like if you're it's always like just like it is like if you want to be polyamorous they should probably want to be polyamorous Mm -hmm. or be okay with it for some reason they right right which know, is fine that's could, it, it, their own yeah, yeah. You're, if you're cool with it that the other person mm-hmm. is polyamorous and you're not but the, the point is mm-hmm. there's an agreement that we both want this and we're both right. good with this it's the same thing with like probably common interest coming to the table mm-hmm. like if you're expecting her to be super fit perfect hair perfect nails um mm-hmm. listen to everything i say but you don't want to do anything you don't ever want to mm-hmm. work out or be care about fitness in any way shape or form and you don't want to listen to anything she says and you want to control mm-hmm. her life like those don't match mm-hmm. you want someone who clearly values someone that makes yes. a ton of money but you don't understand why she won't, won't want you <laughs> like it, it's it doesn't there's such a disconnect it isn't like it, even like this subtle yeah. scrutiny makes no sense or like men who are like these women are gold diggers it's like you have yeah. no gold why yeah. are you worried about it it ain't you don't worry yeah. you're not a you're not a, a threat yeah. you're not yeah well there, there was yeah there was there was one guy that said uh she won't be with you if you have potential she only wants you if you're i'm like are you have you met women <laughs> like and this is not a way i have, have so many one? friends yeah yeah that you know like i said i grew up the, the friends that are, are are women that are dating men, right? The you know difference there as well. But the uh, and like the the amount of times they've given a chance to someone with potential. My whole life was potential. No, that is that is not. I mean, hell, I had that's all I had to offer back when I was dating. I was you know broke grad student, mm-hmm. you know, but it, I I never had issues finding people to date or go on dates with. And no, I was not anywhere near. The top one percent man. I was tall. I guess that's the one thing I had you going have for that me. Go, at, six at that, five. Yeah. You got that going. For you. But yeah. I think it's also like the thing that I found very interesting, and this goes back to Matt Rife, yeah. um, is that so many men are actually modeling themselves to the male mm-hmm. ideal. Well, absolutely. Like absolutely. I don't know very many women. Like my mm-hmm. friends date guys of all shapes and size. I don't think mm-hmm. I know. I don't think I'm close with anyone that dates like ripped mm-hmm. dudes or whatever. And that and that's good news. But they get angry when you say that. Well, it's just facts. <laughs> that you know, yeah, and it, yeah. It's, here's my it's study. Not, it's, it's my yeah, life. It's not, it's not saying that women are like settling. It's just that's what they're into. But but the point is like what they project. Like even mm-hmm. Matt Rife when they look at his alleged surgery which 
I don't think it's alleged. I think it's fact, yeah. but it's like someone broke down. Like he actually, if he fixed it, mm-hmm. uh, cover my butt here. Uh, if he yeah. did, he's actually doing things for men. Cause it's like, he made mm-hmm. that jawline. He's like doing mm-hmm. things here. His body is built. It's like, it's actually like what you're talking about as being the problem mm-hmm. for men is actually not is not what women have set up tall they, right. you have to be a tall guy it's like that's also patriarchy mm-hmm. said that we didn't mm-hmm. say that like right. the, all of it is like if you're mad the calls from inside the house on this mm-hmm. like maybe some women do like it but like that mm-hmm. standard or ideal is not on our side we weren't mm-hmm. the ones that came and up even, with that even if you like it it doesn't mean like because there's the difference between like this this visceral kind of like oh those abs look nice sure. or something like that versus like, Oh, I want to be in a long-term relationship with this person with those abs. Like, and with those. And it, and the amount of times people will be like, that's just because abs are a lifestyle, right? That's yes. a very specific they lifestyle. Are a lifestyle. Your diet has to be mm-hmm. so clean. Mm-hmm. It's not even, it's, it's exercise. It's diet. You're right. It's, it's all that goes into it. And there are people that that's, that's what they enjoy. They, they love doing that. And that's you know? great. And that, and that's fine. But I want pasta. But yeah. <laughs> they don't understand that disconnect yeah. but like i can admire that that's a that's an a, something that's pretty to look at that's handsome to look at that is nice to look at without wanting to necessarily I, even though i know i would not enjoy being with that person that yeah. just seems like it would not be something that would give my life fulfillment and yeah. that doesn't mean you're settling it means you're knowing what brings you happiness yeah, right? I it knows what, what brings you joy in your life. I mean, if if my wife all of a sudden, I mean, she we eat pretty clean, but if she was like, mm. she's she definitely didn't eat that many carbs, but which I'm like, <laughs> I had just learned how to make a, this delicious pasta, and then she's uh-huh. like, no more carbs. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I can only cook five things. Um, no, but like um, if she if she went off the rails and or on the rails, I don't know which one's the rails. Right. But if she was like, I'm clean eating, I would support yeah. that wholeheartedly. Right. But in right. general. That's mm-hmm. not for me. I don't want to eat that mm-hmm. clean all the time. I don't have to worry about like you're packing lunches, your restaurants, right. your counting cow, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle. Like, so it's but like, I'm sure you have other, even if you didn't, you no longer had pasta to bond over. I'm sure there's other things. Yes. Yeah. That, but it's that, like, that, yeah. it's like in general, like that doesn't mm-hmm. meet what I would want to do with my life right. and the activities I like. And like, that's not my focus. Like I don't. <laughs> clearly mm-hmm. you can't tell i'm not ripped right. but um <laughs> what <laughs> the only reason i was talking to you <laughs> i thought this was alpha again but i think it comes down to like i don't think it's about that even i think it is how can we hate women better because like if i mm-hmm. say women only want an ideal that i can never meet then when mm-hmm. i'm rejected i mm-hmm. can just say well it's he wants a six seven ripped uh rich because then i can't i can't look inward and say oh maybe she just didn't like me because we didn't and also it doesn't even have to be the worst case scenario where i'm a terrible person no if we didn't click chemistry yeah there are lots of people where every for every reason we should have clicked back when i was dating but it just it wasn't there you know and that's okay yeah you don't have to then leave and come home and be like women are the worst people in the world and they only want this and blah blah. it's just sometimes it's it's just not there and that's okay yeah (laughs) and it's so it's sad because and it's they've been it goes back to the theme of this episode i feel like the way that patriarchy harms everybody is because that's what they've been taught Mm -hmm. is that this is that's the only correct way 
to respond to something is to go get go go complain and and talk about how women are horrible and mm-hmm. and about how this is uh life is so unfair because it actually admitting that maybe there just wasn't something there and that this person that you really like doesn't like you mm-hmm. is is much harder than than just pretending to live in this fantasy world. Yeah, this if I just learned the right thing from the right male dating coach, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But it also I always like to she'll point be out, back. She'll be back. <laughs> if she's not, she's dumb. If I um, change everything about myself, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Then, Actually, she yeah. should change. Yeah. Uh I always like to bring it back to entitlement too, because like mm-hmm. I'd like to point this out to anyone who's dating men. Uh, particularly uh not meant <laughs> because of misogyny, <laughs> but yeah. it's that this idea of like, if they didn't think they deserved you, if they didn't think they were entitled to you, they would not have such a visceral, intense reaction. Mm-hmm. Like if I walk up to somebody and I'm like, can I have your bag? They're like, no, I would not be like, oh shit, screw right. you lady. But if right. someone had my bag, and mm-hmm. I asked for a bag and they refused to give it to me, then I would be upset. Mm-hmm. And it's like when men have this big reaction, you have to understand that like it's it's not just rejection. It's mm-hmm. also that they feel entitled to you and your time and your energy. That's a that's a great point. It's all coming full circle. The video mm-hmm. I did where he's like, I put in my time. Mm-hmm. I deserve sex from you. Like I mm-hmm. took you 90 days. Right. Like you can't tell me no mm-hmm. sex. It's like because mm-hmm. that man feels entitled to your body. Because mm-hmm. that man thinks if I'm nice to you, I get to have your literally your body. Like I get to own that. That's mine when I, whenever I want. And it's mm-hmm. it's noticing that if a guy freaks out when you reject him, if a guy's mean, if a guy has a horrible reaction, regardless of what he says, he may even come back and be like, oh, sorry about that. You know, it's just upset. It's like the reaction is telling because he would not react that way if he didn't think he should have it in the first place. If he did, didn't mm-hmm. think it was his, if he didn't feel entitled. So when mm-hmm. you notice these big reactions, also know that there may be an underlying sense of ownership or entitlement, or mm-hmm. you should be theirs, and that mm-hmm. you've done them wrong by not mm-hmm. just j- giving them what they want. By you not broke giving the them rules, them. right? Yeah, and that you mm-hmm. are you are the commodity. Mm-hmm. You are you are what they want ownership of. Your body, mm-hmm. like you're not a person in that sense anymore. You are something. because you're because right, accepting that maybe there was just no uh, uh, chemistry there is accepting that you're equal. Right, that's right. true. That, that it goes both ways. I don't understand. I really want her. Yes, there couldn't. She that doesn't make say, sense. Why there wouldn't? Yeah. Be, yeah, my my commodity, my this this thing that I want, not this person, this thing that I want, the the box that I want. give me your box. <laughs> yeah. Um is. Wow. Yes. Is 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 not uh, is not equal to me. That's mine. So clearly, there must be some ulterior exterior yes. uh, uh, reason that that is 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 coming in the way of me getting this product. That was mind blowing. That's wow. like that's true because you, if it's chemistry, it's a relationship. If it's chemistry, mm-hmm. two people are meeting together where they both have a say, they both get an opinion, and they vibe off of each other. To accept chemistry is to accept that you are a person, that you right. have a say, and that you have a mind of your own and thoughts and ideas and desires. Mm-hmm. And so if I make you an object, then you can, chemistry doesn't come mm-hmm. into play. I don't have chemistry with my microwave. No, um, that's exactly, wow. And I put something, the the transactional mm-hmm. aspect of it, it's because you're not a person. I paid for this luggage. Yes. Why do I not get to take it with me now? That yes. is now my luggage. That is unacceptable in this. Yeah. 
And so it can, it's, it cannot be anything. It's you are, you are defective. Mm -hmm. Women as a whole are defective. That has to be it. Cause I, I yep. did the rules to, yep. to, to get this achievement. This false it sense of control be, has to be yes. your fault. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. your fault. And you've done me wrong. The big thing is like, you've done, you have mm -hmm. done me wrong. You mm -hmm. have harmed me in this mm -hmm. by any rejection. You have, right. it's an action towards me versus we both have a say. To right. say no is actually an attack. Mm -hmm. It's a negative towards me. Mm -hmm. And only me. Right? Yes. Uh, You're mine. Oh, well, this has been so fun. Indeed. <laughs> as always oh god that was mind-blowing though yeah it's so like it's weird how all of the things we said then related back to each mm -hmm. other Jeez. no it's good i think this is i i love talking about this stuff because it's you mm -hmm. always learn there, there's always new insights you get from just just saying it out loud right yeah, and, like, and not and escaping out of your head yeah <laughs> wait a yeah. second and also we've been i think we've been talking to each other we talked to each other for half an hour before <laughs> we started well, this is going to be a multi-parter. Yeah. All right, Chesco. Well, thank you so much for uh, shredding toxic men on the internet and not being one. Hey. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like you can't. It's such an interesting predicament because, like, I feel like if you're not toxic, you can't, you can't say you're not toxic. Because, right. Like, <laughs> the well, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not, I'm not like the other guys. <laughs> I so. know. <laughs> then just like red every red flag goes off like, oh, oh, wait God. you fanned me out this has been it's been a ploy this whole time it's pearl you just take mm -hmm. off your mask it's been pearl the whole time <laughs> this was satire <laughs> dude that that would be a long oh. con that would be a lifelong con it, it i could you think about like how much money like if 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 somebody was like evil, they could literally just build up this platform and then just flip it, and then all of a sudden they could make so much money off of the yeah. guys they were critiquing. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, in deep with the women. The I was I was spying. On, let me tell you about what I learned from my forty-one years. I was a sneaky fucker, <laughs> <laughs> biologically. Yeah, I went. I went as far as to having getting married and having three children with a woman I love, all to bring you the inside scoop on women. The man is women. Yeah. I, I was happily married. I was living the life of my dreams, and yeah. now uh, I speak only to insults. <laughs> I live alone in my parents' basement. My, my dream was to have this this studio apartment where I could. Do talk to my the people that the old people whose only the real opinion matters right <laughs> i record everything i Ugh. say now into my little podcasty thing jesus okay Ugh. will you give us your socials sure so i'm i'm just look for the speech prof i'm on i'm i have a different name on every platform i think i told you this before like i originally yes. was meant to do teacher content uh and that's why i'm a speech i'm a communication professor in real life so i'm on tiktok i'm speech prof on uh instagram and facebook i'm the speech prof and then on youtube i'm the real speech prof um and then my podcast i'm changing the name of it so it doesn't really matter i think i i'm 90 certain it's going to be called my new best friend <laughs> so if you if you want to find me uh and if you, i think that's what you're going to search for 
but probably just find me on social media. That's probably the easier way. I don't even, this podcasting thing, I, don't, it's, I like being guests more than I like doing it myself. That was flawless. There you go. That's how you find me. <laughs> if you on want the, to find I'm me. I'm on the internet. <laughs> Look on the internet. I will put your links just so you know. I'll put the links in the episode. Wonderful. <laughs> I am on the interwebs. I'm on the internet. It's uh, find me on MySpace. <laughs> and speaking of finding things, don't forget that we have the F the Nice Guy Patreon, and I want to shout out some of our new patrons. So a big thank you to Sophie and Zeta. Thank you so much for becoming a F the Nice Guy best friend. Becoming a patron really helps support this podcast as well as gives you access to videos, Patreon-specific episodes, and a lot of fun content. So make sure to check it out. Thank you again to Chesco for being here. And as always, my friends, F the nice guy.